0: You just got to press a button for the intro.
1: it is hopefully is what it should be welcome to another episode of fantasy in session today is september the 13th the culture pushers are back if you listen to this on apple or spotify make sure you subscribe and leave us a review leave us some likes roll down your window yell at the person next to you tell them to listen to us uh fellas how y'all doing today not too good man not too good (laughs) that was so you could tell when somebody is like zero and one and they are losing yeah, and they messed yeah. up already, but yeah. they <laughs> came Coming on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel yeah, better about this week. I had, I um, you said what?
0: I feel better about this week. I know. I know never to start Winston.
1: Yeah, in a couple leagues I am, but you know that, that OJ shit, man. That shit, shit came quick, bro. I was like, damn, bro. Okay, no targets. So what the man? Fuck am I but we'll talk man, about. He was blocking. Him. He blocked on the um, Peyton Barber touchdown. Yeah, and that's the thing with him, man. I mean, he's he's been getting way more snaps, like career career high in snaps. But he's been used like consistently as a blocker, bro. Like I don't think anybody saw that coming, bro. Like I mean, people did say that the, you know the Bruce Arians tight end thing. I you know, then people combated it saying that you know he he never had a tight end, which is true. He never had a tight end like OJ Howard, but. I just think their line is so bad, bro. That they, I mean, they they have to use this guy as a blocker, bro. And it's not good for fantasy, so I'm definitely tilting on him. Are you pushing the panic button yet? Uh, uh yeah, definitely, man. I panic enough to where I'm like not gonna drop him, but I'm definitely not. I'm looking at other options right now, so mm-hmm. uh, I will definitely. I'm, I might give him one more chance because he is going against not uh, the Giants next week. So mm-hmm. I mean, if he's not involved in that game plan, then there's really no hope for him, bro. But to spend a high drive pick on a guy that was supposed to break out like that, that, that could definitely hurt your squad, man. But, hey, it, that's, this is what fantasy is about, man. You got to make the adjustments and mm-hmm. then just keep grinding, bro. Uh, yeah, that's, that's all you can do at this point is look at what you got, analyze it, find out a way to get a better uh, lineup. Exactly. Yeah. So a bright spot on the Tampa Bay uh, team last night. Chris Godwin, uh, he had a good game. He put up 22 points in half PPR. Yes, Definitely. man. Yes. Definitely a nice – I mean, well, he's been very, very hyped up in this offseason, man, but he has uh, lived up to the hype plus some, man. He's he's looking like the guy out there. My, um, if you had Mike Evans shares, I wouldn't be scared. Uh, he had a good game last – well, not a good game. But he had an okay game. He got the targets. Yeah, right. he got uh, – he got um, – Winston missed him on a touchdown pass, too. So, I mean, he is getting targeted. But I think in terms of, like, you know, entering the season, like, even with all that hype, I was looking at um, Evans as the one and Godwin as the two. And now, after two games, I'm, like, kind of looking at it like, you know, Evans 1A and uh, Godwin 1B, you know what I mean?
0: I mean. Because uh, I think Evans is going to have
1: his games, too, like, because they're both getting targets. But, you know what I mean? And uh, Godwin's just been – he's been killing it so far. But yeah. I think Evans is going to have his game, too. So i definitely not as panicked as I am on OJ, on on uh, Evans, because he's, he's actually getting targeted, unlike him. Mm-hmm. So definitely not uh hitting the panic button on him. And I actually looking to buy, I wouldn't mind buying him low, man, if you got some owners out there, you know, chipping, you know, trying to tilt-trade him or something. Well, come talk to me on Sunday. Eh? Let's do it. Um, On the other side of the ball, CMC had a bad game last night um we might need to ring i'm not too worried about that i think the it's just we got ugly uh we need to ring the the death toll for cam cam newton i think uh i think it might be over for him fellas yeah but the cmc thing man like that's that i mean that was just seemed like horrible play calling again like you know thursday night football bro because the game was close
0: that was making them pass the ball, though, bro. bro. I mean, yeah. So pass the CMC. I feel like you know what I mean. <laughs> he's making the most out like of his runs, but the, the flow of the game, they, you can see they was just blitzing and clogging up the running lanes, and it was just making clear for all that I, uh, ankle or whatever that foot that's hurt.
1: Ty Bull had a had a good. Um, I was just gonna say that man.
0: Like, like he's playing, like he
1: had a good game plan for like to not let CMC like win the game. Like you could tell like that was the goal coming into the game like. You are not going to run the ball on us. you got to have to put the ball in the air. Yeah, man. It's just – it's crazy after these two games because you remember last year where, like, literally they were, like, heaven in terms of matchups when you're playing the Bucs. You start your skill mm-hmm. players against the Bucs. And after two games, bro, it seems like their defense might be pretty legit, bro. Like, the – People yeah. might have been underestimating the addition of top O's. You know what I mean? I ain't buying in too soon on that. Man, man, I ain't buying in too man. soon. I'm just saying I'm noticing man, it, though. Man was unhealthy,
0: bro. You could tell, like, it was it was clearly, like, when he was getting pressure, he didn't even try to move or run. You could tell, like, that, that foot is hurt.
1: Yeah, open okay.
0: passes. Curtis Samuels wide yeah. a
1: lot. Vito, Vito and Sue I'm talking about, uh, was clogging uh, up the C- middle. C-D-O. Yeah, Vito and Sue was clogging up the middle middle linebacker the rookie middle linebacker got hurt and he didn't come back at halftime and they had that guy that had three sacks i can't think of his name right now yeah i think they, they look pretty good they were he was abusing that left tackle it wasn't cam it was the offensive line yeah i mean the offense line and that yeah it was because they weren't they weren't able to run the ball at all like, like mm-hmm. they were stopping mccaffrey bro. like that shit was crazy as hell that's what i'm just saying like they might just be i'm not gonna go in all you know and say that right now but i definitely think it's something to monitor yeah, if you um looking for a defensive stream, they, they might. I don't know if they are even on the waiver wire at this point. They gotta be on the waiver wire anyway. Picking up Tampa Bay. All right. <laughs> <let
0: me>. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, with Winston, you know, not show up that game, and we all. How do you
1: feel about Cam though? Do y'all think? Like, are you still like it's clearly come, hurt, especially you, yeah. Javar? Are yeah, you it's, like light like, like like up like now?
0: He's clearly hurt, bro. You ain't never seen Cam one rushing attempt, one yard line, <laughs> and Cam ain't touch the ball.
1: He's clearly... Two games he rushed two times for negative five yards, bro. Yes, you know something's
0: wrong, bro. All
1: right, and, I, always... and that, it was like they had a fourth and one last night to win the game. Or not to win the game, but to, you know, keep the drive moving on in the goal line, but they were like on a four yard line, and they ran some like fake uh, Philly special. So yeah, where, they, you know, McCaffrey got the, you know, ball, the right. every, other, every other play, bro, in that situation, Cam is getting that QB sneak, bro. Mm-hmm. So, the fact that he didn't get that QB sneak, bro, in that situation tells me something is wrong with Cam, bro. They, that shit is. That was weird.
0: It's the lower body that they say. And that, remember he
1: like, had that foot preseason. sprain, too, in the preseason. That's what they so, say it is, the preseason. Yeah. Taking, he's, he's been preseason. taking a lot of hits, man. He came yep, Finally catching up to him, man. Yes, uh, yeah,
0: I'm I'm worried about Cam, and and I'm worried about Curtis Samuel, DJ Moore. He Curtis I mean, Samuel
1: had a, he had an okay game last night. He had a five for thirteen
0: with uh, ninety-one but, yards. But, but i am saying, though, like if you watch the game, Curtis Samuel was open a lot. Bro. Like this four or five passes where Curtis Samuel's had could have had thirty yards or more. That's what I'm saying. But Cam is hitting DJ Moore and, and Greg Olsen and stride, especially DJ Moore on them short routes this camp can't step into his throws and throw the ball downfield. Therefore, you know, I'd be kind of worried about uh, Curtis Samuels' shares because yeah. Curtis Samuel's first catch should have been a touchdown, but he under- underthrew it. Yeah. You know, DJ Moore, you kind of safe right now, but
1: Curtis Samuel's I'm kind of worried about. Yeah. DJ Moore still looks pretty good out there. And he's getting flooded mm-hmm. with targets. Yeah. Curtis Samuel was a big name during the offseason, too, during draft time. So, I'm pretty sure a lot of people drafted him because he went when you remember he was going in like the 11th round and he went all the way up to like eight, seven. Seven, yeah, bro. That -hmm. like in a week too, bro. It was like, damn, right after we talked about him. Damn, we bad. My bad. Profits, bro. I
0: mean, (laughs) it's not Curtis Samuels' fault. It's ham, it's unhealthy (laughs)
1: because
0: bro was open five times. He could have had like three touchdowns.
1: Mm -hmm. Y'all anything else y'all want to talk about from the Thursday night game? Uh Winston looked a little bit better. He just looked like he played. He didn't turn the ball over. Yeah, he didn't I mean, turn the was, ball was, over, so he didn't was hurt the team. Rainy like, game, you know. It was rainy game. They had a time delay. The field condition was bad. I think he just did a good job by not turning the ball over. That was something positive, you know. It's something yeah. to build on. Yeah, it was a few times in there where he like he wanted to take some shots, but he like held back and just took the sack and shit. So
0: Well, how can we not mention Peyton Barber and that They look they looked decent cool. last night. Like it was you know, I'm looking like damn. Do they I, mean, look what? I said O line and uh, Peyton Barber last night. They looked decent last night. Well, that more had him. What he what he had? Twenty carries for eighty yards. Hey, he, what, what was his average? Let me see.
1: Yeah, but he. I Man. mean, he definitely. That and that came right after the um the Rojo article had came out saying that he was expected to get way more touches. And I was watching that game. I was like, bruh, that Just seemed like a, a, a That you know, was a troll. Carries. He 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 uh, leaked some shit to the press. Because he knew fucking, uh Peyton Barber was gonna pay attention to that shit and motivated his ass, bro. Yeah,
0: yeah, that motherfucker might just be a genius. 3.6 yards per carry last night. I guess that's okay, but you know it's better than what we done seen before. So that that's
1: <laughs> I guess so. Uh, I almost traded a second-round pick for Rojo last night, Javar. Woo. Bro, wake up, bro. You I mean, need to you see sir, right. Bro. I needed a running back, I would have been sick. What? What? Yeah, I mean that's just especially for redraft. Like, no, don't even think about touching that backfield for mm-hmm. any time soon, man. It's definitely sicko mode over there. Definitely. Um, but uh, that that's about it. Uh, we can get into onto the news and notes though. Uh, so the, from the news and notes since the last time we potted. Number one, our favorite uh, football player on this show, Sterling Shepard, is going to be <laughs> out this Sunday. Damn. So, uh, go ahead and start up all your Evan Ingram's. Hopefully, um, Saquon You're get like thirty targets. Yeah, Saquon is probably going to bounce back with a, a big game, so be on the lookout for that. Mike will made it. Michael uh, Mike Williams from the Los Angeles Chargers, excuse me, practice uh, today, so that's a good sign. You know, he went out last week with a knee injury. Uh, Joe Mixon also returned to practice today. Uh, he also went out last game. With a knee injury, he came back. So that's a good sign for all the Joe Mixon owners. Don't panic. Antonio Brown. Wow. The sneak, Man, like, wow. Here we go. Antonio, it never ends. Like, every time you check your phone, you're hoping it's not Antonio Brown if you're an Antonio Brown owner right now. Like, that's like, that's crazy. Antonio Brown, uh, but Antonio Brown did not make it on the uh, commissioner's exempt list. We all know he's uh, facing uh, accusations of rape, yeah. quote unquote. <laughs> so, uh, but he's he'll be eligible to play week two. Are y'all playing uh, Antonio Brown week two? Um, not if I can help it, man. I know you you invested a high pick if you got him on your team and redraft, but you know, and even the report just came out and said that he's you know he got a lot of catching up to do with the playbook, which is mm-hmm. you know kind of a given seeing he just got to the team. But I think I would sit him if I could. Um, just for that reason, man, I'm kind of eerie on receivers switching teams in the middle of the year. So I thought you just said you was coming off of it, though. I was coming off it, but I don't mean I'm just gonna be like, yeah, <laughs> <Fuck> it, <bro. laughs> like, What I got? Like if I oh, got other um, options, you know what I mean? mean. If I got other options, I would probably you know err on the side of caution. But if I ain't got no other options, then yeah, uh, I think mm. he'll be. I right. I think they'll give him a couple, you know, a few targets. I,
0: I, think mean, he can... I don't even think it's gonna be worth anything. Now I'm thinking about it. I do have him in one league start, but now you brought that up. They are playing Miami, so it might just be a grind pound run game. Get up by a lot. Ain't no reason to put you know one of your superstars in in a blowout game or a game that don't really matter. You know,
1: well, you we might play just to get some reps then. Exactly, exactly. Because they did that to Julian Edelman and Josh Gordon in a fourth preseason game, bro. That's in, tricky. In a, in a in a meaningless as preseason game, they they played them. So I they're gonna he beat them gets, guys by like hundred points. Six targets, three catches for 60 yards. Yeah, I'll take that. And, it's, and you know, in his first game, I'm like, I'm I, like in one league, I got him in as my flex right now. Like I still might not play him, but, you know, that's what I'm expecting if he does play his like flex type numbers. Antonio Brown's former teammate, Le'Veon Bell, had an MRI and it went well. So he should be expected to play this Sunday. But his quarterback had a case of the kissy faces with some <laughs> uh, some jazzabelle.
0: <laughs> and he, yeah.
1: he came down with Mono. Uh, it must be a serious case of Mono because he is out and his game is not until Monday. And it yeah. is now like Thursday when they put that out. Well, I can tell you, bro, that ain't no such thing as like a minor case of Mono, bro. If you got Mono, you got Mono, bro. So he might be out for a little minute. For like, All right. like a minute, bro. <laughs> not like a whole race year, race, but... Bro. Damn, how long does how mono like? How, how long does like, mono take? Like the thing is, mono like you have like flu-like symptoms when you have it, but um you can't take antibiotics to kill the virus, right? Like you kind of just have to have, let it just run its course or whatever. So what? Yeah. Huh? Mono ain't got no cure. I mean, in terms of like being able to take like you know speed up the recovery time, hell nah, nigga, <laughs> nah. <laughs> Dang, that's crazy, Now that you just can take pain right. medicine, but... You can't. Which you, one of you, New York was out there kissing the quarterback? <laughs> you know when you get it, you have it for life. For life? Yeah, bro. So, these motherfuckers become five this year, bro. They might make it to the Super Bowl, and this motherfucker might just get mono out of it. Mono might pop back. That'd be fucked up, bro.
0: <laughs> if you already had mono before, you got it, so you resisted to it. It's just like... Yeah. People- Ever had it,
1: fam? Yeah, that's wild, yeah. <laughs> yo. You, knowledge, you the, the starting quarterback. I love You the starting quarterback of the New York Jets? Come on, that's like some New York Jets shit too. <laughs> yeah, man. we need to come on, man. We need that that job. I got that alert. I was like, man, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you out here doing, bro? <laughs> hey yo, um, uh, so. In other news, Jordan Reed' uh, status for Sunday is in doubt. So, how about Vernon Davis? Uh, he looked good last week. I wouldn't be. Yeah. I mean, I remember you asked us before, would you start Vernon Davis? And I think uh, in this barren tight end field, if Case Keenum goes out there and have another game, if they're from uh, playing from behind again because they're playing the Cowboys, which are expected to be. He could be throwing the ball a lot like he did last weekend. Vernon Davis seems to be one of his favorite targets. Yeah, I mean. I've seen so that whenever, yeah, whenever he sits, whenever he sits, man, Vernon Davis seems like he always gets the job done. So I wouldn't mind playing him at all this week. I so, go that route. He out here jumping over people and shit. Why not? Looking well, like somebody a- who is I- not jumping over people because his knees are apparently shot is Hunter Henry. Wow, uh, Hunter Henry is out. What what is what is it called again? He he is out with Plantar FET. No, 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 uh, no it's, it's plateau uh a Tibula plateau strike foot yeah, yes i'm serious it. <laughs> That's just how yeah. it's it something in his left knee uh he got hurt last week he came back and played the rest the rest of the game that one was crazy so people didn't even know but he came back and uh apparently he's going to be out four to seven weeks i heard from the footballers this morning that that is like a best case scenario you know yeah, so yeah i think it's safe to say you can go ahead and drop your Hunter henry shares and redraft leagues Thanks. and try to focus on maybe like a vernon davis like we were just mentioning because pretty much i'm i don't know what the tight end waiver wire looks like but the waivers have already passed so this news came out after the waivers went through so it's probably not like you can't go get tj hawkinson or anybody like that so i, I don't and i think vernon davis is a good play this week yeah uh, yeah, I'll definitely play. He, he's in my starts of the week. Mm-hmm. It's um, Jordan Reese's, of course. Uh, next uh, pair of news who also has horrible knees, obviously, is Darius Geis. He is uh wound up on the IR today. <laughs> That's another one where the injury just came out of nowhere, bro. Like, he finished the game and didn't right, do yeah. shit, but he was out there, man. And like to see him get hurt again, bro, like, it's just... Sucks, man. It's, it's almost like you know what I'm saying. You drafted him, he was like, Oh man, I got him in the fourth fifth round, and he had that preseason game, week three against the Falcons where he looked good. He's like, oh man, then he came yeah. out week one. He's like, Okay, he looked like okay the first half, you know what I'm saying? Knocking a little bit of the rust off, then boom, IR. Yep, just like that. Life comes at your pass, bro. <laughs> um, <laughs> so the- who do you I mean who do you think um gets the you know most value out of this? Is it uh, uh AP Chris, or Thompson. Chris
0: Thompson. Chris Thompson, if they're behind a lot. Of course, if the game close, and you know they're ahead. It's AP. But I, I got them being down a lot this year, so I go with Chris Thompson. Yeah. And even with both. them
1: being close, because remember last week they were they had got to that uh, early lead against uh, the Eagles and he still wound up with 10 targets. So Chris yeah. Thompson did. So I think he's gonna be used, man. He probably just he's that constant, man, but like Javar said, you have the, you know, he's going to be used regardless, and they're going to be down a lot. So he's gonna are be you starting with him right this week? Yeah, I'll de- I'm, I'm comfortable starting play? this week. The he should be a safe, have yeah. a safe
0: floor. Yeah, safe floor this week. Yeah, you can start him in a flex
1: any time all year, most likely. Yeah. With 10 targets? I mean, come on. This oh, is, right this the game oh, flow, like, they're going to be – I don't think the the Cowboys are going to, you know, come out and underestimate them like the Eagles did last week. They, you know, they know they, they got the game right now, so... The Cowboys have a fast uh, linebacker crew, though. Exactly. Exactly. So, I don't know if Chris Thompson is going to be able to run, you know what I'm saying, like that. Uh, well, I mean, that's he's not going to run, but he... No, like, in the passing yeah. game. They, they like, uh, Bender Esch and uh, Jalen Smith, they match up really well against uh, line uh, running backs out of the backfield. Yeah, I mean, he, his ceiling might be capped in terms of yards and shit, but... If you're All out there right. getting 10 targets, bro, like, that's like a, a volume uh, six-point floor. You know what I mean? Yeah, volume. volume is volume. Exactly. 8
0: to 10 points and the flex
1: is good. I'll take uh, it. Some more IR news. Quincy Anua has wound up on the IR. Him and that neck pause, bro. Um, do Hey, stay healthy, <laughs> um, <laughs> So that means to me James Jameson Crowder, right? Definitely, bro. Well, Jameson Crowder before, but now it's really Jameson Crowder. Yeah, he, he what he got sixteen targets last week, man. Like yeah. that should be that should Whoa. like not nah, he ain't getting sixteen every I, game.
0: Donaldson ain't even playing, so fire a bell this weekend, most likely I guess. Cause Donaldson yeah.
1: be playing, playing, but when
0: Donaldson come come back, yeah, Crowder, and, and Pro, Robbie Anderson look good
1: too, so. Oh, no, we didn't. With, with Trevor Simeon, what's what his name Yeah, Trevor Simeon uh, being the quarterback? I don't want any, well, except, well, shoot, except yeah. Jameis Crowder, I guess. Yeah, I mean, Jameis Crowder's going to be that safe because, you know, they ain't got no tight end out there now uh, with Chris mm-hmm. still uh, suspended. So he's going to be that safety blanket now with that, you know, Trevor Simeon, who's not going to be taking shots like that, like Darnell would. Definitely. I remember him back in uh, Denver, bro. <laughs> that dude's garbage. <laughs> all right so let me get into a question of the day then fellas so it's the beginning of the season you know a lot of teams panic early a lot of owners uh new owners panic early when they see the score and they don't score the projected points that they wanted to score and they they, they have studs on their teams and they end up only one so my question to y'all is what when do you press the panic button for your team and like decide you have to blow it up or like switch things up when you go 0 and one 0-2 oh, or 0-3? Oh, uh,
0: for me, I'm big on, like, the first week, I kind of just give it a, you know, it's it's whatever, you know, the first week is whatever. You're trying to see everybody game plan or whatever. But for real, for real, I don't like losing back-to-backs. I feel like if you win one and you lose one the whole year, you still got a chance to make the playoffs at the beginning of the year if you can rally two wins together whatever. So once you go two, I'm kind of looking for something to shake up, you know, thinking about it more. So once once that shit hit three, hey, I'm sending trades to everybody.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm at with it. I mean, on two, like, I'm I'm not gonna lie, I'm not calm at all. I'm definitely like I'm looking at trades a lot differently, like when people send them to my inbox. But like on three is like what like what Javar said when I'm sending them out at this point, like I'm I'm blowing up the team like it doesn't even matter. Like I have to trade if I have to trade like my top stud that I drafted early, then that's what I have to do like just to to get some different kind of point flow in my team, you know? Yeah, that's how I am too. On three is when I blow it up, man, because obviously something's not working. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, but I'm always trying to make moves regardless. But in terms of like panicking, yeah, on three, bro. All right. All right. But I've seen it done, man. I've seen it done from 0-2. I've seen it done from 0-3, yeah. bro. Like, it really – there's really no need to panic. Like, you got to make moves and stuff, but you should never panic, man, because I've seen it done where you, you go on these runs, man, and ended up being – getting ha- having the players who are hot at the right time, bro. And, yeah. You know what I mean? That's just that's what it's about, man. Just stay active, man. Just stay Carl active. Will say that, right Carl will say that, but let his team go 0-3 and, and, and he come on this podcast, see how much panic in his voice. Hey, bro, you're talking to an eight-time champion, bro. Ain't no panic over here, cuz. <laughs> hey, Carlos, Carlos ain't gonna never want to fucking pod. He's gonna be like, man, nah, I can't even do it right now, bro. I gotta get rid my podcast. I gotta get ready for the team, bro. <laughs> are he's <you> stupid, bro. <laughs> um. So, all right, all right. So, let's get into the matchup of the week. First, we're gonna review last week's matchup. Uh, of course, we're talking about the Marathon Continues Dynasty League, a Superflex tight end premium Javar versus Edo was the matchup last week. Javar was talking big caca last week. He thought he was uh, like a shoe-in, and he lost last week. Javar, how you feeling? Damn. Uh, yeah. Thanks,
0: Mixon. <laughs> <laughs> he got hurt, so hey, we're going to try to bounce back this week. You know, bro has some, uh, some some big players over there who went off last week. David Johnson and Eckler. Have- David Johnson! Crazy game. That's like 60 points by themselves. So that's yeah, really that, right there.
1: Do you remember what the I can't remember what the projected score was, but it ended up being 124 to 109, so not really close at all. Damn. Damn. Oh ran away. And he, had, and he started Cam Newton, who had five points. Yeah, wow. I started Joe Mixon, who had two. And Eric Ebom. Hey chill, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Jamar, Don't fret, because this week we have decided to make you game of the week again versus champagne fouls, a.k.a. Gran Turismo, a.k.a. the best barber we know, my boy LeVon. How you feeling about this week? He got you outmatched at the quarterback position, but I think you got him at the wide receivers with Julio, Robert Woods, and Calvin Ridley. How you feeling?
0: I know if uh, I lose this week, it's y'all fault. I'm, y'all bagging up for put me as matchup as we on my team, so I ain't gonna panic, face sad.
1: <laughs> Javard matchup of the week every week. <laughs> right, so who do you think? Who do you think on your team right now? Javard is gonna be the the weak point or the person that might win or lose you the game.
0: This week is gonna be mixing if he healthy, and uh, Miles Sanders. If I'm starting him, I got Miles Sanders in the flex, so. If the game close and, you know, I just need like 10 points, I'm going to play Sanders. But if I need more points, I'm going to put in Deshaun Jackson. So that's that's how I feel about it right now.
1: Yeah, I mean, you just have to get past his uh, – he has some, some pretty serious running backs. He has Alvin Kamara and Leonard Fournette starting, so that's a, a mean one-two punch. And, of course, he has Jimmy G- – G- Jimmy Graham at uh, the Jimmy Graham with Aaron Rodgers stack at tight end. So, I mean, it's going to be another one of them dog weeks for you, man. I-, I wish you the best of luck. Last week, Carlos, did you win last week? Nah, bro. Nah, man. I fucking uh, went against Monago, bro, who, you know, he had a great week, bro. Me and that who? Ended up yeah. man, ended up one, 179 against me, bro. So, team does yeah. that, man. It's hard to fade, bro. because I, I mean, I put up 129, so it ain't like my team just bombed on me, but... I mean, you can't beat when when your team when when the opposite when the opponent's team has CMC and Derrick Henry going like they did, and uh, we had Alton Jeffries, T. T. Y. T. y. Hilton, Hilton. Uh, Jack uh, Mariota had his career high game, Mary <laughs> Devonta Freeman bombed, and he still like went off, so that hey, was a crazy. Kudos to you, Managua. Good game, bro. Yeah, I ran into a back, one bro. I ran into a 180 butt saw last week. So I, I, put, I put up, like you said, I mean, my team put up 133 and I still lost. I ran into Dalvin Cook. Ooh. He started Chris Conley, uh, Evan Ingram, who put up a 30-piece damn near, because, we of course, this is tight end premium. Um, Hunter Henry went out in the middle of the game and he still won. And, of course, he had the Baltimore's defense. So, I mean, I don't even know. I don't know. It's just one of those weeks, man, you know, when you one. run up against the wrong person, the wrong people at the wrong time on week one, the team not ready. But you just got to get ready for the next week, man. Yeah, week one is crazy like that sometimes, man. I ain't
0: even want to look at my phone this
1: weekend. So. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what your team is doing, like, once right. you're looking at the game. Like, you're like, man.
0: Right. I don't even want I know he just got to catch, but they I'm still getting mad
1: fantasy man <laughs> we here bro <laughs> yeah it's like you know it's, it's, you just gotta stay positive man i had james Winston put up 13 points for me last night uh, i'm going in the matchup right now i projected to lose so i don't need to go on too so i'm hoping uh hoping the rest of my team hoping saquon have one of those saquon weeks this week that would be great um of course i got i'm going to go ahead and start hollywood because i need one of those big upsides in my flex you know what i'm saying i need one of those big just in case he has one of those big games i need it because if I'm going to be down like this right now in the projection. All right, so let's get into the matchups of the week. We're going to give you all the starting sets, who we think is going to go off this week, um, who has good matchups, who doesn't. So the first game we're going to get into is San Francisco 49ers versus the Cincinnati Bengals. A total over-under is 45 points. Cincinnati is favored by one and a half. How do you feel about this game? Um, I'm excited about it, man. Um, you had Zach Tedder come out last week, and – That offense looked way better than I expected it to look, man, especially without A.J. Green. So, uh, I mean, you got to start Boyd. Um, He's going up against Kowain Williams, who gave up a touchdown catch to one last week, so he definitely can be beat. Um, And I like Dalton, too, man. He looked pretty good. He put up like 400 yards against uh, Seattle last week. Yeah, it looked like it looked like one of those Ram like offenses. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. He yeah, had John Ross out there looking like a beast, bro. You had the constant with uh, Tyler Boy, bro. Like it's and uh, Dalton was at the helm, bro. Just slinging that shit, bro. Yeah. He, I, he, I definitely. So John Ross is one of the one of those people. I think uh, a lot of people went and spent a lot of money on the waiver wire for. Um, he played eighty three percent of the snaps last week. Like you said, he had twelve targets. Went seven for one hundred and fifty eight. with two touchdowns. One of the touchdowns was on uh, just a deep bomb that the corner or the safety, whoever it was, he overplayed the ball. And he just – John Ross was in the right place at the right time. But at the same time, that speed and he's playing against Richard Sherman, we know he's going to be a lot older. I think it's a good matchup. I think you have to start him if you spent that money on him. How about you? Uh Yeah, I'm fine with him uh, as a flex play. Right. Uh, love targets, man. That's – like I said, that, that volume, bro, that continues, man. That's a lot. I'm, yeah, I wouldn't be expecting that, that huge output every week, but no, definitely not. You know, he does have injury concerns. He can he can go out at any time. It seemed like bro, but you I'll know, what I mean, like I, 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 I'm comfortable having him in as a flex though. But who would y'all who would y'all like? Because you know the top three uh, pickups this week at, at receiver was uh, John Ross, Marquise Brown, good? and um, Terry McLaurin. Terry I would have been like, mad if I got any of them you know it won't matter. Mary Kill, what is how do how the game go? Mary Kill keep or keep uh, or oh, how, how how does it go? Keep trade cut. Yeah, keep trade cut, ready? Yeah. Keep trade cut it then. Which one you think? I think you keep John Ross. I'm going to cut McLaurin. I'm going to cut McLaurin and I'm going to trade um Hollywood. Okay, okay. How about you Javar? I'm
0: keeping uh I think I'm gonna keep no, I'm gonna cut I'm a cut Hollywood,
1: Trey McLaurin, and keep um uh Ross. Okay. I think I'll keep McLaurin, Trey Ross, and cut uh Hollywood. And is- we'll, we'll we'll explain why. We'll explain why with the matchups and shit, but
0: that's what no. I mean. Is
1: the X. That is right. He is the number one receiver on the team. Exactly. Um, other matchups. I got sit Dante Pettis. He put up he got two snaps last week. They said it was a growing injury, but he practiced all week, so you never know. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to call go bullshit. Say, yeah, I'm calling I'll call bullshit when I see it too. I'm gonna go ahead and sit him. I'm sitting Devo. I'm sitting all the rest of the 49ers wide receivers I'm going to, of course you're going to start George Kittle I know last week he might not have gave you a big game but he had two touchdowns that was called back so if he would have had those touchdowns uh caught call, not called back by those penalties you would have had a huge game so I think he's another he's still safe to play anybody else with that uh running back position of course he's starting breeder because Coleman's um out with that an- high ankle sprain so he slides into yeah, that yeah. 1a row but trying- how do you guys feel about Mostert man
0: uh, if you have a flex play, you know, you're a Kevin owner, you
1: got Moser. Yeah, I, I think he was a nice little sneaky pickup this week, man. I, I don't I don't know if I feel safe starting him, though, especially like in the in, predict, in the, um, predicaments I'm in where my team is 0-1. Like, I don't know if I feel comfortable starting Moser, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if he come out there and, and Burita go out there and, and have a Burita game like from last year and Moser mm-hmm. don't get any snaps, then it's like, damn. All right, so say you had Coleman go out and you picked up Mostert. Would you start Mostert or um, Carlos Hyde? Carlos Hyde. Carlos Hyde. Okay. Yeah, man, I don't know, man. Yeah. It's just, it just seemed like I, I know that Breed is not going to be given, like, a full workload. Like, Shani always going back to Atlanta days, man, he always going to have two backs in the system. And Mostert looked good. When I went back and watched the film la- um, last week, of uh, last week's game, man, he looked good, man. He was out there breaking tackles. Um, he had a touchdown run call back, so I think he, he'll he fill that position nice um, as that 1B position. So if you are in a pinch, man, and Moster is one of your options, I I wouldn't mind having him as a flex player. Yeah, I wouldn't mind if you're in a pinch. Yeah. Um, of course, on the other side of the ball, you're going to start Joe Mixon if they say he's a go. I think you got to sit Gio. I know a lot of people might have went out and picked Gio up this week. Um, if they say Joe Mixon is starting, Joe Mixon is a start. Uh, on to the next game I got the Los Angeles Chargers are playing at the Detroit Lions over under 48 points the Chargers are expected to win by two and a half um, I got for this week I think Phillip Rivers is a sit for me this week I got you agree with me? okay I got Phillip Rivers is a sit for me this week Matt Stafford is a sit for me this week um uh Keenan Allen is a start for me this week. Is one of the biggest starts for me this week. Of course, with Mike Williams, he he showed up. He's saying he's practicing this week, but uh, he'll be going against the Perino's pro bowler, Darius Slay. Of course, we already know he's one of the highest, uh, one of the higher ranking cornerbacks, according to PFF, with an 80.5. Um, how do you feel about that? Uh, yeah, I like it so far. Um, I think say- Keenan Allen has one of the best matchups of the week. Yeah, then he got no, one I of met- the best matchups, and he's going to be um, – but he's an auto start, man. You got to start him yeah. no matter what. But um, you didn't say Hawkinson, so, did you? No, I didn't get to Hawkinson yeah. I was uh, on the wide receivers. Oh, uh, no. I know you said uh, – we was talking earlier this week, and we said Kenny G is expected to be uh, trailed by Casey Hayward, but I'm not known for Casey Hayward to trail a lot of people. Um, so just in case he doesn't get trailed, he could be lining up against Brandon uh, face song. I don't know how to say his last name. He got burnt last week for 561 and a touchdown on six targets. Um and Kenny G got red zone targets last week. So I think if you got Kenny G, you have to start Kenny G. I know Carlos probably doesn't feel the same yeah. way. Definitely starting him, but I'm just saying you got to temper expectations because Casey Hayward oh. ain't no slouch, and he is like I said, he's expected to shadow Kenny G. So um I got yeah. him as a sit just be but I got tipper expectations. Like so because I, I know what it is. Like you're gonna start Kenny G if you got him, but um, unless you're like in an eight-man league or something, but yeah, got, going on the uh, running backs, I got a carry on. Also, uh, I know you're starting them if you got them, but you got to temper expectations, bro, because Carl, uh, C.J. Anderson is being used the same way Legarrette Blunt was used last year. It seems like so. Well, you could just see
0: C.J. I mean, you can see uh, carry on is more he's more valuable as a flex play right now, not as your, your running back two. Exactly. As
1: that. <clears throat> You know, he got that upside, man, to just, you know, pop a long run at any time, man. But he's only playing on 58% of the snaps last week. So, definitely got a temporary expectation with him, too. I mean, we saw the writing on the wall. He said he couldn't uh, shoulder the whole workload. So, can't say you didn't see this coming. You drafted him knowing this could be a possibility. Um, I got another sit of the week. I know a lot of people might went out and got Damian Mandola because he had 13 targets last week. But he's going to be lined up against one of the best slot corners in the league, uh, Desmond King. He only allowed a thousand yards and one hundred and fifty-two targets his whole career, and he's been in the league three years. He's graded ninety-one point one on PFF, so definitely don't want to play Danny Amendola this week.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. It was gonna be a watch for me. I tried to pick him up in the league. It was still
1: gonna be a watch. I'm curious about this over under too, man. You know, I've been in that that betting shit lately. Forty-eight points, man. I just, I think you know, you know, Detroit wants to slow the ball down, slow the pace down, and and uh. The Chargers don't—they're not always trying to push the pace either, man. They was fewest plays in the league last year per game, so it's over under, man. I don't know—I don't think it's gonna be that many points scored in this game. I'm taking it under.
0: So, so if you had a—you say you want to start Phil Rivers. If you had Phil Rivers and uh, say uh, Andy Dalton,
1: who would you? start? <laughs>
0: Andy Dalton.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you had to decide on your own, cause this ain't no just no goddamn <laughs> random question, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, man, I got, I got
0: my team. I was just trying to throw it in, it just, it just mess with them. But yeah, um, that is decision I have to make. I might still go Philip. He gonna make something out of nothing.
1: I'm, I'm starting Dalton in that situation. I think I, I'm also starting T.J. Hawkinson. Um, he, he's not as a favorable matchup as it was last week. But he also, but he had nine targets, the the same amount of targets that Kenny G has. So he's going to be a part of this offense. That's uh, pretty much shown. And I think he might have taken over that Marvin Jones spot. So because Marvin Jones only had far, four targets last week, you know what I mean? Definitely, that, that was definitely shocking serious. to see, man. Because you know the tight ends usually take a while to develop and become studs, man. But he might be the exception, bro. That dude is a beast spray. He's polished, bro. He was out there like looking like a little baby Gronk out there, bro. Yeah, he was. And on the flip side, man, uh, Marvin Jones, bro, like I don't know if it was just one game, bro, but he just when I went back and watched that tape, bro, it seems like he was just like you know lost I don't know the step, if bro. Wanna be healthy,
0: bro. I don't know if healthy.
1: Huh? Yeah, that could be
0: the case Maybe too, bro. But... Got
1: a little bit of rust off. You never know. That was his first game back. Wow. Well, that's what I I ain't gonna overreact. I ain't gonna overreact. And you know, if you he's he's fine. He's a fine flex play, but you might have other options this week yeah if you have other options, I would definitely go with the other option. He's a sit for me. um, of course, we got the the twin uh the Wonder Twins in the Chargers' backfield, Justin Jackson and Adam Eckler. Of course, you started Adam Eckler because he looked it like a beast last week. um Justin Jackson, do you start him guys?
0: I don't know. not really unless you you know Flex play maybe, but not really
1: unless you uh, he was out uh, he looked good in his touches last week. But right. I mean they, they love Eckler for good reason, but that dude was out there beasting. I mean I think the Lions are not a good team to run the ball up against. Um DJ had a good week last week, last week because he had fifty yards in the air and a touchdown. So that just shows that Adam Eckler will probably have a better week because he gets more of the passing yards and more of the passing, like passing plays in the offense. And Justin Jackson is – I don't think he'll be able to break off any big runs this week. So, he's a sit for me. And Adam Eckler is a start. Austin um, Eckler. Damn it. Austin Eckler <laughs> is a start. Who's coming? <laughs> On to the next game. Uh, Minnesota Vikings at the Green Bay Packers uh, over under 44. The Green Bay Packers are projected to win by three. Hmm. I, I don't know, man. I, I'm taking the upset in this game. I think the Vikings pull out the win. You said, oh, "Uh, I, yeah, the, the Packers are uh, three-point favorites." Yeah, that's what I said. I said yeah, I'm yeah. taking the upset. Um, I'm taking the I'm taking the Vikings winning this game. Um, we need to just find a way to like record, like like us, just like not just for fun. You know what I'm saying? Just record who we think will win. Or whatever. Yeah, let's do it, bro. I'm ready. Um, I'm starting Aaron Rodgers. I know a lot of people are scared of Matt LaFleur in that offense because it looked it scary last week, but maybe it was just the first time it was out on the real field. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna believe in Aaron Rodgers as long as he's uh, alive. And you know what I'm saying? you have to start him. Um I got Kirk Cousins as a sit this week though. Um he played. He's going against uh, the Packers, and they look like they have definitely changed the identity over there in Green Bay. The Packers' defense looks to be a real defense. Um, so I think Kirk Cousins is a sit for me this week. I got Dalvin Cook as a start. Um, Aaron Jones as a start because simply because where you drafted him at, but I think I got tempered expectations next to him. So what do you think about Aaron Jones? I know a lot of people are like – I don't know. I know a lot of – I know me – Personally, I was just I'm expecting Aaron Jones to still finish the year as a top five or six running back. You know what I'm saying, but just just is not. He just had two bad matchups in a row. I'm, so. I'm
0: just saying if he gonna, I'm just hoping to see if he gonna get some volume. You know what I'm saying, and if the offense gonna you know drive the ball, then he'll more get the ball more. You know last game the offense couldn't really drive the ball. Again, they played the best, so that's what I'm just looking for. Can they just get a couple first downs? And then they'll bring Aaron Jones more into the game if they can just get some first downs and convert on third down.
1: It scares me a little bit that he wasn't involved on, like, the passing plays. So, that, I mean, uh, James, Jamal Williams was out there on the, like, passing downs. But that, that could have just been, like i said, again, first week. Of course, he had got a little bit of banged up in that game. So, the game plan could have altered. So, I'm still I'm – I still haven't am lost hope on Aaron Jones yet. So, y'all don't either. I'm yeah, going to the same same type of almost the same type of situation as Carry On. He he is stuck in some type of committee, man. But hopefully they pass to him more, like you were saying earlier, man. Hopefully they evolve more in the passing game, because we all know those targets are more, you know worth a little more than carries. Yes, I got um Adam Thielen as a start, Stefan Diggs as a start. If, uh, got Devonte Adams as a start but temporary expectations cuz he will be matched up against Xavier Rose most of the night and that's a tough matchup for anyone. We saw last week um he held Julio to a, a, a minimum of gains so but, oh, Jeff-
0: oh, history um you know Devonte Adams has you know basically had Xavier road numbers, has been scoring and had you know good games against Xavier Rose over the history.
1: Yeah, I was looking at the notes and I saw like last year he had eight t- eight plus targets in both games. So, you know, the volume is going to be there. I guess Aaron, Aaron Rodgers doesn't care who's covering him. He's going to throw to him. So, but I mean, last game it just looked a little rough. So, I'm just, you know what I'm saying? Just a little worried. I know he's going to be playing against a, a tougher cornerback, is all I'm saying. And he I mean, looked.
0: Yeah. Aaron, I love Matt Ryan, but it's Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams and not Matt Ryan and Julio who ain't played all preseason.
1: Yeah, this this is so true. disrespectful. And very disrespectful at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, I got MBS as a sit this week for me, guys. Uh, even though he clearly outsnapped uh Geronimo Allison last week, definitely Geronimo Allison as a sit. He's a close to a drop for me, but I got MBS as a sit for me this week. I just think he's going up against that Vikings defense, and that Vikings defense is just gonna be it, it's gonna be a tough one. What I don't you, know, man. He's—he's. he's, he's, you he's involved in the game plan, man. What um, is gonna pop, bro? Yeah, I think you know they, we've we've always we've seen for a while that they can sustain two uh, Aaron Rodgers can sustain two receivers, and we know we feel like you know we have more indication that MVS is that guy now. But um, yeah, I, I I don't mind him in the flex this week. At home uh, too. He's a, he's a sit for me because like I said, I expect the upset, so that just could be me. Uh, I think Jimmy G is the start for me this week. Uh, last week, Austin Hooper had 9 for 9, 77 yards against Harrison Smith. So I think Jimmy G has the potential to get uh, some red zone targets and a couple targets. Aaron Rodgers seemed to like Jimmy G this year. I think he's a part of the offense. Um, I think he's more of a touchdown or bust for me this week. Um, if you look back at that game last week, uh, Austin Hooper did get, rack up some catches, but a lot of that was in garbage time where they were just you know playing catch up. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know he he you know he did he does he got two end zone targets like we uh, Jimmy Graham did so mm-hmm. he, you know you can expect maybe a touchdown but uh, in terms of like yardage and being targeted down the field he might not have that favorable matchup against Aaron Harrison Smith this week. I mean I, I think he I think he he'll, he'll get some targets in the red zone I think yeah that'll, yeah, that'll, yeah, that'll, yeah sure but, but I think he also I think he'll also get – I mean Aaron Rodgers was targeting him downfield last against the Bears. Yeah, he was he was he and he looked good. He looked good. You know what I'm saying. So I think I think like it, it might, might be, be better options other. this week. I think it might be the return of the Mac. We'll see, man. We'll see. I know one thing. They're gonna they gonna have to throw more than 10 passes. They expect to beat uh Green Bay and Lambo, bro. Definitely. <laughs> um the next game we got Indianapolis Colts at the Tennessee Titans, of uh, forty-four point five over under the Tennessee Titans are favored by 3.5. I got Jacoby Brissett as a sit this week. I know he had a good week last week, but I have him as a sit this week. Do you have him as a sit? The Titans D had five sacks and three picks against uh, Cleveland last week. Uh yeah, I'm not I'm not comfortable starting him yet.
0: Yeah, I got um, him as
1: a sit, but I
0: think he's gonna he gonna do better than Baker. He got a much better O line.
1: Better O line, but he just seemed like, you know, just a, a – Low floor, low ceiling type player, some, you know, a player that won't hurt right. your team but won't really win, you know, matchup either, so. It's better matchups out there, quarterback quarterbacking. Yeah. Definitely, and Mariota is not one of them. I got him as a sit, even though he had one of his career games last week. Um, If you take away the 75-yard pass to Derrick Henry, I think those numbers come down dramatically. Um, I got Marlon Mack as a sit for me this week, too. Uh, I know you guys probably don't like that, but you guys also did listen to me last week when I said Nick Chubb was a sit. And Nick Chubb had 10 points simply because he had a, the targets. And we all know Marlon Mack won't receive any targets because they got zero targets last week on third down and while uh, Naheem Hines got all of the targets. Nah, bro.
0: Mack is a must start this week. Well, I ain't going to say no must start. I no,
1: mean,
0: no but running back, two. With that O-line, much better O-line. They,
1: they think go It's going to be a matchup in the trenches, man. I think the Titans' defense is better than the offensive line.
0: The way the game flow, you know, they got a questionable quarterbacks. Derrick Henry and Mack are a great start this game. They're going to feed. Both of those backs Is going to get a lot of carries this game. because
1: both. going to get a lot of carries for Marlon Mack
0: to do it, too. I mean he's yeah. me. he gonna get he gonna get in the end zone, all those carries. It's gonna be a defensive game and they're gonna run run the ball, bro. They're not trying to
1: Okay, we're gonna see. Cause both yeah, got yeah. Good. I got Marlon Mack as a sit this week. I, see I mean, it. I got him. I'm I mean, I'm not saying to sit him because you, you probably paid a pretty petty for sit him. if you can. Sit um, if you can. Um, right. But yeah, I mean if you if you can, but I I do say that he's one of my temper expectations. Um, because yeah, like it's it's a projected negative game script for them, and they're on the road. So we we know he's not using a passing game. So um, if they do fall behind, then he's going his value is going to take a hit this week. You're hoping that it uh, stays close, and if it stays close, he'll be all right. But um, yeah, that's You're what I got. I'm not him.
0: talking about Tennessee like they're an explosive
1: team here. <laughs> well, they're they're favorites at home. Um, so I'm just talking about the projected game script. To, that's oh, why I'm saying temporary expectations. If you go back last week, Cleveland, they won favorites. They were. And we were wrong on that. We could be wrong but, on this too. Bro, I wasn't wrong. I said sit, sit Nick Chubb. I don't know. But, what he, I mean, anybody nobody Nick Chubb, bro. I mean, but you can't. But I said he wasn't going to have a good game against that Titans defense. And Marlon yeah. Mack is not either. The <laughs> Titans defense are not a number to two against the run for no reason. But I was just saying, it's just... They are great against the run, but... You said... Yeah. We ain't going to talk about Nick Chels yet, but... 10- I'm about Marlon if, Marlon Mack, if Marlon Mack was getting targets, I would feel more comfortable, but he's not going to get any targets. So, that, that like, he has to, like, score touchdowns, which I think is going to be hard to do against that running defense. And he has to, like, go off for, like, 100-plus. And I, the, we... we Hold on. We looked up the stat last week that said the Titans don't give up 100-plus-yard rushers in that offense. I mean, in, in that defense. So where where's the points gonna come from? Well,
0: Gabe, you, are you putting into effect about the this defense about to play the best offensive line in the game with a decent I play them all the time? Okay, it's
1: we... not like a, it's not something new for them. You know what I'm saying?
0: I just I just think the this game is just gonna be a lot of uh you know starting running backs. They're gonna get a lot of carries, move the ball, and you know if they get to the goal line, they're gonna fall off in there. Mac and Henry. For this week, it starts
1: for me. We are gonna see you guys. I got Derrick um, Henry as a start. Um, yeah, I definitely got Derrick Henry as a start. Yeah, you know uh, I feel about home running backs who are a favor, man. And Eckler and Justin Jackson both looked great against this defense last week, so yeah, I definitely yeah. think uh, Derrick Henry having another nice game. Yeah, they rushed for a combined of 115 yards on 18 carries, uh, 6.3 yards per carry. So yeah, you know, it's, it's super Derrick Henry. Um, I got T.Y. Hilton as a start this week. He, uh, even though he's going against Dory Jackson, um, Malcolm Butler, he looks to be uh, Jacoby Pacez, like target. That looks to be his guy. What do you think? I like it. Uh, well, yeah, I feel you got to start him after last week, man. Dude put up 24. Uh, Walker, I'm fine with him again. He's got another good matchup against uh, Clayton Gathers. Um, so, Definitely like Walker. He he's, he's shown to be his uh, Mary, one of Mario's favorite target targets again. Yeah. He looks healthy, bro, and he dropped the bomb on him after the game. Thomasson, we they were they are who we thought they were. Were who we thought, we thought they were. I was uh, like, okay. Definitely Corey Davis is a sit for me. Uh, AJ Brown is a sit for me. Doyle and Ebum are both sits for me. Definitely. Um, AJ thing? Brown looked pretty good, man. If you got him in I Dynasty, know AJ Brown looked good, but I just I just I'm think just he... talking about I'm just talking. But oh in general, yeah. Oh yeah. He definitely just, looks good. If, you, if you dropped him in Dynasty, man, you're looking good right now. Cause he yeah, looks, exactly. looks legit. With D. And Kane, would D and would to give him a, a flex start? Nah, not yet. But I did pick him up um in a couple uh well, no, nah, I think I had him in Dynasty already, but I, I am kind of excited about him getting this opportunity, man, because he like I said earlier, probably he flashed in the preseason. And they ain't said yet who's the number two guy, right? And they ain't said if it's Paris Campbell or
0: Deion Kane yet.
1: I want to see can Jacoby Brissett carry two uh, wide receivers like that first. That's also something you gotta look at. True. Um, New England Patriots versus the Miami Dolphins are uh, over under forty eight points. New England is favored by eighteen. Wow, I think I might take the points on that. And hey, uh, um, let's keep this simple. Start all your Patriots players. There we go. Sit all of your Dolphins players. <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna say they even know better, <laughs> bro. Like, like, I'm not even joking, bro. Like that's exactly what yeah. I got down, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That that is exactly what I got down too. <laughs> you, gotta, you ain't got to worry about New England like sitting their starters if they like they they have a history of like beating teams ass, bro. And it's a yeah. division game too, bro. So I think Tom Brady puts up three touchdowns minimum. At least, and I got um, but I do got sit AB though. I got sit yeah, AB. I won't mind him, but yeah, I, I probably will want to wait and see see him get acclimated to the offense a little more. Yeah, I want to see it before before I just throw him out there, especially in like this week too. Like I said, this is a pivotal week for me. I can um, dig, it.
0: especially if you got a better matchup. I can dig it.
1: Um, like Buffalo Bills at the New York Giants, a New York showdown. Uh 43.5 over under. Buffalo is favored about one and a half. Uh the Great White hope is gonna be a good start this week for me. I know I said sit him last week. I mean he had a he had a decent last week. He played against the Jets. It was a little rough. We all know the Jets defense is rough, but he still ended up with 16 points. Um the Giants defense wow. is not as rough. You know, it's not as scary. They only pressured Dak four times out of 32 uh, dropbacks, and we all know. Josh Allen's um, completion rate goes up when he's not pressured, but and when he is pressured, it goes down. And it doesn't look like the Giants put any pressure on the quarterback, so this should be a great week to start Josh Allen. Just got four hundred and five and four touchdowns to Dak, bro. Yes, definitely don't mind starting Josh Allen this week. I actually, yeah, he's definitely in a plus matchup. Great, 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 great White Hope, great, great, great White Hope. Maybe he can, uh, uh, you know, um. Close some of that gap between him and uh Kyler Murray. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's go, Eli Manning as a sit this week. I got Buffalo running backs. Only the one I really want to talk about is Devin Singletary. I am actually debating within myself: am I going to start him this week? I'm thinking you- Devin Singletary or Lashawn McCoy. Mr. McCoy, he got he had yeah McCoy. Better offense. Yeah, I like McCoy a little better. Singletary, I mean, I feel I would feel a little better um, about him because he did get 73% of the snaps last week. Um, but he only got four touches, even though they were great, efficient touches. He has 70 yards on those four touches. But, I mean, for somebody like that, and, you know, uh, they are liable to give Frank Gore the majority of the touches this week out of nowhere again. So um, I would want to wait and see and see them involve him more in the game. So. I mean, Frank Gore didn't get the majority of the touches, though. He got like eleven carries, didn't he? Uh, it was uh, well, well. I guess he got the majority of the touches, but he, he, he didn't get the snaps. Singletary, like, Singletary out- was out there, but okay. Singletary out him. He out snapped him forty-five to nineteen, and yeah. T.J. Yelton had two. So I mean, he was on the field, so it's only. It's a just, I would feel a little more comfortable knowing that that he's on the field, but, but if I had other, I mean, you drafted him late in a lot of leagues, so you probably can't afford to wait another week. Or you put him on the waiver wire. Exactly. Oh, the, the game script this week might be different. So, oh, a flex play with Singletary. I don't mind it though, cause he, like you said, it is a great matchup. Yeah, um, yeah. I got, uh, of course, he's gonna start Saquon. I got the one of the one of the big starts for me is John Brown. Uh, Downtown John Brown. You gotta start him. Going That's- up against uh, Janoris Jenkins, who uh, got torched last week by uh, Cooper. And DeAndre Baker, if you want to line up against him, he got torched last week. And Antonio Hamilton got torched last week. They God, both gave up – uh, they both allowed 11-for-11 11 for, 11 for a 209 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. And so we all know, like I said before, the great White Hope likes to throw the ball hard and long, and John Brown likes to run fast and far. So that <laughs> is touchdowns touchdowns. Yeah. Um, how y'all yeah. feel about uh, Zay Jones? Because, like you said, he is – Expected to go against DeAndre Baker, I uh, got a 28th grade last week by PFS. I might go Beasley. I might go Beasley before I, I go. i go Beasley before I go uh, Zay Security-wise, security yeah, floor. But Zay Jones might just pop a long touchdown this week, bro. Like, that dude, DeAndre got, Baker, was horrible last week. Mike don't pay the bills. I ain't got time for that. Well, it's all about probabilities, man. Not every call is going to be 100% right. So yeah. I'm just saying, if you playing DFS or – you know you're in a pinch. He is have a he has the top three matchup this week, but yeah, definitely yeah. the safest best matchup is John Brown for me definitely. Definitely uh, and uh, Evan Ingram on the tight end side he is a lot. For Auto me. start. Auto start. Um, uh, on to the next game: Seattle Seahawks at the Pittsburgh Steelers. A forty six point five over under. Pittsburgh is favored by four points currently. I have Russell Wilson. I have Russell Wilson as a start for me. Um, you're always scared, of course, of the 25 uh, times he throws the ball. You know what I'm saying? He might only throw the ball 25 times. He might only throw it 20 times. But uh, Joe Hayden and TJ Watt are likely out this week, so that makes a much favorable matchup for Russell Wilson. I got Ben Big Ben as a start also. Uh, Chris Carson I have as a start. He's clearly the, the guy that's going to be the Seattle guy he is. He was the top targeted from Russell Wilson. He was the the top snapped. Uh, what 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 he was he not the top at? You know what I mean? Yeah, bro. Carson was everything is advertised so far, man. Yeah. So he's yeah, an he all star, bro. Yeah, definitely. definitely like Big Ben too. He's uh had a rough game last week, but he's back at home, and every, we all know the um home roll splits with Big Ben. So um, yeah. definitely think he'll have a bounce back game against us. Uh, weak uh, Seattle secondary. I got James Conner as a start, but he's one of my temperate expectations. Of course, you have to start him if you draft him this high, but he's going against a Seattle defense that is a, a great run defense with the addition of Javion Crowney County and, of course, Bobby Wagner. Um, I have Tyler Lockett as a start, played 65% of the um, time in slot last week, and we all know Philip Dorsett played in the slot last week and scored two touchdowns against uh, Mike Hilton, who had a PFF grade of 69 last week. And I also have another sneaky start is DK Metcalf. I think he sh- he could be started this week, especially if Joe Hayden is uh, officially out comes this Sunday. So that's something to lo- be on the lookout for in the news when you're looking for uh, in and outs, if Joe Hayden is going to be in the lineup. Oh, yeah,
0: I'm kind of scoff- cool. yeah, I okay, can't see everybody E. when they don't pass a lot. So it's either one or two for me. And I I
1: mean, they're have- they're, they're uh, four-point underdogs now. So they expected they to pass off. a little more, yeah. They pass. They expect to pass a little more, and I'm with you on that DK Metcalf, man. I'm a, I I'm actually got a prediction that he's gonna get his first touchdown this week, bro. Yeah, I'm thinking it's about starting him in a couple weeks. Uh, looked good last week, man, and, and that 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 connection, that deep connection, bro. That a lot of people were saying when he got drafted. If you remember, uh, Russell Wilson was the most um, accurate deep passer last year. Yeah. So um, that was yeah, just like a match made of heaven. He 89 yards, and that big body of his paws, you know what I'm saying, was blocking a lot of people out on the deep ball. I oh, saw him. damn. Up. So he, you, you say he became team. a matchup nightmare like somebody was saying early in the offseason? No, I didn't say that. If he's going <laughs> <if, if he's laughs> no, no, to I mean, be a Joe Hayden, he's not a matchup nightmare. But if yeah, he's not, he, hard, a, yeah, he is projected to go against Steven Nelson, though. So, yeah, great matchup this week, man. He, de- he definitely, if this, if any, week, he's, if any week you want to start DK as of right now, this is the week um, Dallas Cowboys at the Washington Redskins over under 46 points. Dallas is favored by 5. 5.5 and a half points. So of course that's a, a big, big out favorite. Uh, my God, of course you're going to start Dak. He looked amazing in that new killing uh, more offense. Uh, he just looked look like it just fit him. He looked like they're going to be more explosive. They're not going to be a vanilla team. The ball's going to be flying. Uh, of course, like we said, what do he say? Four different touchdowns for four different people. Right. And RPO
0: is making that, turning that offense up to the mat. Right.
1: And it's yes. with Zeke. Zeke um, of course, he's going to start Zeke, but he's coming into another, like a, his second week back, so he's going to be less rusty. So, of course, he's going to be getting into Zeke form sooner than later. You know what I'm saying. Last week he had a good game because he scored a touchdown, but just expect another a big week from Zeke. I believe he's going against that Washington defense. So I'm not scared of it at all. Uh, do you think Case Keenum throws for 380 yards and three touchdowns again? Hell no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> so you got Case Keenum as a sit then. Definitely, man. He got a okay. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not starting him this week. Superflex. Not even a superflex. though. No, I'm not. Ap Chris Thompson um chris thompson for me um yeah, yeah, yeah. i got uh yeah because they're expected to be trailing and i think they will be trailing like i said i don't think they're gonna take them lightly like uh, philly did last week so With them trailing chris thompson having 10 targets you know he's gonna be involved man and um i don't like ap this week i don't like him either if you can avoid it um kind of like a uh like an older Marlon Mack, bro, because he's not using a passing game at Auburn, and last year when they lost games, bro, like he averaged 36 yards on 12 carries last year, on games they lost, so fading mm-hmm. AP this week so I'm fading him if I can, well I don't I don't have him, so I'm fading him, period Amari mm-hmm. um, Cooper, Michael Gallup, I think are both great starts this week, Randall Randall Cobb might even be a sneak, sneaky yeah, play if you have him yeah, Jimmy uh, Mar- like D- uh, Deshaun Jackson made Jimmy Morland his fucking bitch last week, bro. Dude was out there looking like a beast, bro, and he looked more polished. I don't know if y'all saw that game, bro. Deshaun Jackson looked great last week, bro. Yeah, he's I don't know right. if that was just him being getting better or Jimmy Morland just being horrible. Maybe a combo of the both, bro. But right, look, if he he mind, Cop. To win,
0: you go to Wentz, you look more polished too. You be hyped. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, Tara Mc. McLauren, y'all starting him
0: in the flex. He has seven targets, played ninety-three percent of the snaps. He the reason they dropped Josh uh, Doxson. So if you pick him up, he'll he'll good flex play. They're gonna be behind. They're gonna throw the ball, and you see he gets seven targets. That's good yeah. enough. To put up. He uh hey. he uh
1: he does have a, a pretty tough matchup this week, but um last week um Lattimore got seventy-four yards on Jordan Lewis, who he's gonna be going against when they were trailing and they had to throw a lot. So I think that game, same type of game script is going to happen this week. And the dude's legit, man. He was out there, like Javar said, 93%, 125 and a touchdown, bro. And he really got free for another touchdown that Case Keenum overthrew him on. Dude could have had 202 last week. So we'll mind him as a flex, not really expecting him to blow up like that again. Because like I said, it is a tough matchup. But uh, with a player being on the field that much, man, I don't think he'll, be, he'll hurt you.
0: Yeah, they're gonna be behind. Throwing you thinking the other pass option?
1: So, uh, Terry McLaurin or MVS? Ooh. neither uh, of the
0: two. I might, I might go Terry. Terry,
1: scary Terry.
0: Let's put it upside. He's the number one, and you know what I'm saying? He's gonna get more targets. Yeah,
1: okay. All right, so our next game is Arizona Cardinals at the Baltimore Ravens, forty six point and a half over under. Baltimore, another high favorite by thirteen this week. I have Kyler Murray as a sit. Um, he just didn't look good last week when he was pressured, and we all know that Ravens are going to bring the pressure. Last week, Kyler Murray pressured eleven times, ended up with five sacks. He went one for six in an interception. So that I just don't think it's just a good matchup for him at all. Yeah, that was a horrible interception he threw too. That was one of those plays he could have made in college, but that shit ain't gonna fly in the NFL, bro. Yeah, and um, I, mean, yeah, I just I agree with the that. The offensive line just doesn't look like it's gonna hold up, bro. Yeah, look way better in that in that fourth quarter though, man. He 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 found that connection to Larry Fitz, bro. But like you said, it's it's I wouldn't start him this week. But at the same time, they are. 13 point underdog, so they are going to have to throw more. So I don't think he's going to like put up no five point type of game, bro. But it's definitely been a lot of his defense, man. It might get it might get real out there. Yeah, it, hey, they, they man, they got game tape on him now. And I think I seen last week, man, like I don't know if he's scared to run the ball up the middle, but all that running side to side across the field, like it's, people are just as fast, you know what I'm saying? Not yeah. just as fast. Oh, but yeah. People. But people are as fast as if people are taking the angles on him, and he, he didn't run the ball last week. And I think a lot of people were looking for him to run the ball, and that's just another scary thing. Um, I just think he's a sit for me. I just on the other side, you got yeah, Lamar Jackson too, bro. Dude didn't run ball at all, but he well, he didn't have to run the ball. That's what I'm saying. Like Kyler Murray had to run the ball and he didn't run the ball. You know what I'm saying? Like Lamar Jackson was just sitting back there, he was playing Madden. Like he didn't have to run the ball. Like, it looked too easy that match. He was like everybody was open, why run? But yeah. Kyler Murray, he was like he wanted to run, but like he would run to the side and he would run out of bounds, or like you know what I'm saying he wouldn't like run, run like he like he was in college, I guess. I, I just I just expected him to run the ball more, especially like if he seen like the passing game wasn't working, I thought he would like use his legs more. That's what that's what you're there for, man. Use your legs. That's what man, people. That's, what that's why you're number one pick.
0: I'm kind of worried right now for the whole offense as a whole, man. It's a lot of targets out there, but they're not efficient with them. Like Kurt getting thirteen targets, catching like six or seven passes. Um, the other kid, the uh, young Ricky Johnson, getting the same amount of targets, catching damn near half of them. So they're not just being efficient with their targets. If they were more efficient with them, I'd be more high on this offense. But for now, man, they I'm, I'm kind of falling. Except DJ. But um, how many?
1: Uh, t- how many did uh, Larry Fitz catch? Larry, let me look at it. I know he had a touchdown and a long yard. Oh, two forty-yard passes too. I think going forward, that's gonna definitely be his favorite target, man. Yeah, that's a diamond rough right there. Yeah, I want, I want mine. Um, you'll like, had bad. thirteen targets, eight catches, one hundred and thirteen yards, and a touchdown. Yeah, and a lot of that came in the fourth quarter too, bro. Like, yeah. it's like something clicked, bro. But like I said, I, I'm not, I'm, I, I'm fine with uh, sitting Kyler Murray this week, but um. But I'm starting Lamar Jackson this week. I'm starting Lamar Jackson this week. Um, the Cardinals' top two corners are out. Of course, Patrick Peterson with the suspension, and Robert Offer is on now on the IR. So that leaves them with just three healthy cornerbacks. So it could be another one of those. I'm not saying 52-point shows, but it could be another one of those shows. So I would definitely start your uh, Hollywood Browns this week. Uh, he's going against favorable matchups. Of course, Great he started, matchup, dude. but just err, err on the side of caution with him, man, because he only ran eight routes last week. So hopefully that goes up. Hopefully it was just him coming back, being eased in from that injury and not needing him that much. Yeah, I, I feel like maybe if the game would have needed him a little bit more, he probably would have been out there. Uh, he only played, like you said, 18% of the snaps. Uh, I just would have tempered how much I spent on him on waivers, but I had already had him on my team, and I just think this is a good matchup for him. But if you, of yeah, course, if yeah, you yeah. if you like Boosie and you went out there and spent a hundred dollars on him, you have to start him. You gotta play his ass now, boy. <laughs> I hope, so uh, I hope, uh, I hope for him. Um, Like I said, of course he's gonna start David Johnson. David I, Johnson. There you go. You look better. Great. Um, I mean, he, they're heavy underdogs, man. But dude um, ran like fifteen route, routes last week, and that's right in line with his two thousand sixteen production, man. So he, he can't really be game scripted out. So. He's safe. Um Ingram too, bro. I don't know if you're gonna say yeah, him. Yeah, I was about to say yeah, I was about to just say Mark Ingram safe. Just 13, as he knew I, 13 I point favorites, start him. Yeah, 32% of the snaps he's supposed to uh he had last week, 14, 107, and two touchdowns. Nothing in the receiving game, but that was to uh that was to be known, especially with Lamar Jackson as the quarterback. Um, and another positive game script, like you said, I think. You, I don't know if you start Justice Hill just yet no. uh, or Gus Edwards. I think I'm leaving both of those guys alone. You definitely want to start Mark Andrews. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. The guy that I talked up a lot this offseason. So hopefully you went out and grabbed him. Yeah, because Hawkinson straight torched them boys last week, bro. Definitely. Um Jacksonville Jaguars at the Houston, Texas, 43 and a half over under Houston is favored about nine and a half points. Garner Mitchell, the replacement quarterback for Nick Chubb, are you starting him in the Superflex League? Nah, he did have a pretty good not week. Nick last Hill, week. But... My bad, not Nick Chubb, but for Nick Foles, are you starting Nick Foles? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't even catch that one, but uh, nah, it, I would uh wait another week. He did look pretty good in his start last week, man, but they didn't they didn't game plan for him like that. So, but uh, Houston having a week to game plan for him, we'll see how he does this week before I put him in in a lineup in a Superflex. Definitely. All right. I'm with that. Uh, Deshaun Watson uh, is a beast. So he's an auto start. Leonard Fournette has a good matchup this week. I think he is definitely in the line for a lot of snaps. Uh, of course, a lot of snaps, but a lot of touches with the backup quarterback um, behind behind center. Yeah. Um, I agree with that. He got like, uh, I think he had like six or seven targets last week. Yeah. So, so he's, he's got that three down workhorse. Um, so next team, game, 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 game script proof. Exactly, not gonna hurt him, man. Uh, the Duke Johnson Carlos Hyde saga. How do you feel about that? I know Duke Johnson was one of Carlos's guys. Do you still feel like he's one of your guys? Yeah, man. He um he yeah. got one less carry than Hyde, and he got I think like five targets, and that was in a game that they were in pretty much the whole game. So, I mean, but Carlos Hyde outstaffed he look him. He looked good. He did look good. He did look he good. Outstaffed him 41 to 23. So don't let that does not be mentioned. Yeah, he out he did out and He look he was real efficient. Uh, I don't know if that efficient will efficiency will continue, but he did look good. He looked like a guy that was motivated, bro. Seeing that he was being tossed around the league, bro, and he came out there on a the mission. But uh, I still think I still think his uh his value is safe, though. I think they're both flex plays. I think high has a um definitely a good flex play this week because they're nine point uh favorites at home. So yeah, you know, always I love fucking home freight uh running back home favorites. So hot well, or uh Devin Singletary.
0: Um I might go hot because I feel like he's gonna get it, he's gonna score.
1: And but
0: yeah, and the pick it back. I think uh Duke pretty much stayed from week to week for a flex play over
1: hot. me. Yeah. To get to get one less uh carry and be using a pass game like that, I like it i like it. uh like, D.D. Westbrook, you starting us in? Um, starting him. Has a good matchup uh, this week. Going against Aaron Coven. Coven um, Dude gave up a touchdown to Traquan last week. And uh, I believe he caught all six of his targets from Minshew. So, um, you know, a lot of people were banking on that foes to slot, you know, D.D. Westbrook this year. So, seems like he's one of oh. Minshew's favorite targets already, too. Yeah. I'm D.J. Stark had a big game, uh 69-yard touchdown last week. He's up against Kendall uh, when he was up against Kendall Fuller, the Chiefs' top cornerback. Do you expect to see DJ Shark do it again against uh, Jonathan Joseph?
0: It's it's a way to watch for for me, really, to see the rookie come out there and play again. Like Carlos said, I'm not even really high on, on the DD connection, so uh, I'm just much watch. I'm, I'm I'm just really all in on the run track, coordinate,
1: coordinate. Uh DeAndre Hopkins look of course is an auto start. Will Fuller he had a big 50, uh, 54 yard bang, uh, but then he went pretty quiet uh, against the Saints. So how do you feel about him? Kenny Stills came in and took one of those touchdowns like we were talking about from. Him. Um, you talking about uh, Fuller? Yeah. Uh, I, I like him if he's healthy, man. That he he seems to have that you know he has that connection with uh, Deshaun Watson. Does have a tough matchup, man. Huh? Now I if think uh down a buzz when he's one like he go he's like one of those like Deshaun Jackson guys, he gotta have like a couple big plays. Like I said, he had a fifty four yard play last week and that was it. But it nah. seems like he always does it though, bruh. I yeah. feel like with uh um um well, that's only five, point, yeah. five points six points if you didn't get a touchdown.
0: What you call it, Shadow and Hopkins gonna open up some things, he's gonna look at Fuller some, some some more this game than others because with bruh, Shadow and Hopkins. You're going to look somebody else's way. Facts.
1: Well, no, 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 I don't know. No. He's still going to be looking at Hopkins, bro. I
0: mean, he's going to get his targets, but it's going to be more targets spread around than any other game because Jalen Ramsey is going to be shadowing Hopkins.
1: Our correction before we go on, Duke Johnson actually outslapped Carlos Hyde 41-23. I read my notes wrong, so all the Duke Johnson fans, please don't batter me. Um, <laughs> man, they both look good, though, man. Yeah, both they definitely good. both look good. Uh, next game, we got Kansas City Chiefs at the Oakland Raiders, of 53 and a 53-and-a-half. So it's a lot of points expected to be uh, here. Kansas City is expected to be the favorite by seven. Uh, Tariq Hill is out, so of course you're going to start uh, Sammy Watkins. He looked good last week. He had the big three-touchdown game. Do you start Miko Ho- Har- Miko Harmon is the question. Um, he has a great, uh, high ceiling man, but I still, that's one of those wait and see type players because he can go out there and put up thirty, or he can go out there and put up one.
0: So what's the report saying? Is he playing two slot? What you know? That's what I need to know. Other than that, it's a it's a me myth. They come out and say he playing. They clear clearly say wide receiver number two. Then I'm starting any wide receiver number two in that system, especially in the
1: flex. Yeah. They were moving uh, Watkins around a lot last week, playing him in a slot, playing him on both sides. So, definitely think he's going to be the focal point of that offense now. Um, But he's desperation play. I wouldn't mind it, but uh, I would rather wait and see with him. I think Derek Carr also looked good last week. I think he's a safe start this week against the Kansas City offense. Of course, like we said before, great start to me, man. Yeah, like I said, uh, the rookie last week had a great game against them, so I think Derek Carr uh, will definitely have a, a great game against. Them. He might finish out QB one this week. Average uh, twenty-seven points the last two home games against Kansas City, and with a fifty-three point over under man, I think that trend continues this week. Yes, Damian Williams and LaShawn McCoy. What are we doing, fellas? Are we starting both of them, one of them, or none of them?
0: I'm glad that ain't my headache.
1: I'll take. Uh, I'll start both of them this week. McCoy has another week in that system, getting back in it. So um, he looked pretty good last week, too. Damian did uh, have the most um, snaps. And he's I think his value is safe because he's going to be using the passing game more. And he had the goal line touches last week. But uh, this game sets up great for McCoy, too. So I don't mind. But I, I, I'm cool with both of them starting this week. I think I'm comfortable starting both of them. I'm also comfortable starting Josh Jacobs. He looks to be worth the first-round pick. Plus some. Plus legit some. Legit last week, man. Yeah. Tyrell Williams, Um, shout-out to LeVon, of course. Uh, sure. Sh- that boy been waiting on this one. He, last- yeah, he looked good last week, and I think he's going to continue to look good. I don't know if he's going to put up wide receiver one numbers again like he did last week. But he should definitely have a great game against that um, weak Kansas City That's- secondary. That's- I think he's a good matchup play.
0: That whole offense looked good last week. It was kind of surprising, you know. Everybody expected. Yeah,
1: I mean, John Gruden had the boys out there playing. Yeah,
0: man. I know. I talking about gym with the AB going and on and off. You you know you you just expect the locker room to be kind of being a disarray and all that. But them boys came together get and played a hell of a game. So
1: yeah, I'm motivated. Out there. In the
0: offense right now.
1: Yes, sir. Uh, of course, he's gonna start Travis Kelsey. I know he didn't have one of his huge Travis Kelsey games last week, but he's still the tight end one. Um, I want to give a little shout out to my boy Javar for Darren Waller. All the people who listened to the pod went out and got Darren Waller. You think Javar too? Uh Darren Waller looked like a tight end one last, last week. Uh he could be like, like Javar said, the next George Kittle. I thought he I thought he was capping, but look at him. Um, yeah, definitely good call. He was on the field for all snaps, man. All snaps. So that dude is going to be a beast. Athletic as fuck. And before we go on, I do want to uh, give a little shout-out to Antonio because this motherfucker be listening to this shit. And he'll probably be a little mad if, we don't shot him, if I don't shout him out too because he was on Waller too. Yeah. You know I mean, what I mean? He was on Waller. So I, uh, shout-out to Javar Antonio. Yeah. We're surrounded by greatness. Profits everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> The Chicago Bears are at the Denver Broncos with a 40-and-a-half over-under. Chicago is favored by two-and-a-half points. Mr. Biskey did not have a good game last week. Um, I'm expecting to bounce back this week, but the, the Denver Broncos defense doesn't look as good as it, I thought it would look, as vaunted as I thought it would look. Um, do you think they bounce back, or do you think Mr. Biskey bounced back? What's more uh, likely to happen? Uh, Chicago bounced back. Mitch Trubisky, his bounce back. All right. Yeah. Um. I don't know, man. I think Denver might go ahead and pull an upset this week, man. Uh, you know they're gonna be fired up at their <laughs> loss, oh, and oh, they're gonna be playing uh Vangio's old team. Mm-hmm. And I think the last like ten games, I want to say they're like nine one against them, uh, Chicago at home. I know it's whole, totally different teams, but all right. So some that- to, to keep in mind. I you know I I, yeah, sure. I, I won't right. be surprised they upset them. Give me a score. Um, Denver, 23, um, Chicago, 17. I ain't buying. I don't need to see Denver getting 17
0: points, bro. I ain't buying. I can't buy 23. That Denver will have to play a hell of a defensive game, the Chicago defense. Yeah.
1: Cool. They the real dude. That is a team that I do know. So, of course, you're going to sit Joe Flacco, David Montgomery, Tyreek Cohen, Mike Davis, a nightmare. Uh the snap count was Tariq Cohen 51, Mike Davis 40 and David Montgomery had 27 other the snaps. Well, who do you feel comfortable starting right now like or I, I don't know man. I think I'm fading this whole backfield right now if I if I can. Yeah sure. man. There was a, a ugly committee last week even though David Montgomery looked the best. But I mean if I had to start one I'm uh, well Tariq Cohen too. But i am looking at him more like a receiver now man even though he still got the yeah. yeah, I'm Flex. Then he had like ten targets or
0: something
1: like yeah. that. But, like I like we were saying last week, that uh might be tied to um Anthony Miller's health. So if he's a little healthier this week, then mm-hmm. I don't think he'll be used that much more in a slot. But we'll see. Wait and see for me. Some people got what
0: Montgomery in like the third round or fourth.
1: So uh-huh. Yeah, definitely not looking definitely not returning that value right now, man. But hopefully he gets some more involved in the game, man. He only had like six carries last week, man. Only week one. Only week one. Well, now it's going to be week two when y'all hear this. So we're going to see. Uh, another running back by committee, Philip Lindsey and Royce Freeman. What do you like? Uh, last week, Lindsey played 33 snaps to Freeman's 29. So uh, it was about 50-50. The good news is that Devontae Booger didn't play or he only played one snap. So that's that's great news um, if you were looking for that. Who are uh, you yeah. so confident? confident. Huh? I said I'm sitting both of them. You sitting yeah. both of them? Yeah, I'm sitting both of them too against that Chicago Bears defense. I don't want any part of Not that. Not only is that a, a great defense, man, but they're in a near-even split, man. So yeah, I'm, I'm trying to avoid them if possible. Chicago Bears wide receiver Allison Allen Robinson looked good last week with 107-yard performance. He didn't score a touchdown, though. Um, how you feeling about him this week? Um, I like it, man. He's even though Trubisky had a bad game last week, he looked great. So, um, But I am tempering expectations a little bit going against I Chris mean, Harris. Tyrell Williams torched the uh, Broncos secondary this last week. So I true. think true. Uh, I think Allen Robinson could be in line for um, some uh, – I mean, he looked to be Mitch Trubisky's guy. Like, yeah, you could I, tell at certain point that Mitch, Mitch Trubisky was just staring him down. You know what I mean? Yeah, all right. like he he was like no, he was doing t- throwing to him before like the play even started. I think he's a solid wide receiver to play this week. Oh yeah, I'm definitely starting him if I have him. Um,
0: next on that back shoulder throw, like every that's all passes.
1: I mean, and catches. Anthony Miller is healthy, so um, I think he. I don't know if you start him. I think I I want to see him play a healthy game and get actual targets before I say but he's locking man as a target as a start. Agreed. Uh, Cortland Sutton, you starting him? He um, big... I would not want to start I don't him. Any Broncos wide receivers, honestly. I think if you are going to start somebody, it has to be Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, he looked fast last. I mean, he looked fast last week, and Prince Mukamaro got burnt a lot of time. He got burnt by MBS last week. So if somebody yeah. really going to have a big play, it will be Emmanuel Sanders. Also, going to see some Buster Screen in that matchup. Oh, man, he had a horrible week last week. So, I was I'm cool with Sanders. Um, Sutton, I'm um I'm sitting. Man, he did. He looked pretty good too, but I I don't trust it after one game. I need to see more. Got to. Uh, Noah offense. Uh, he 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 played 50 out of 62 snaps, so that's a good sign. Uh, he he's gonna be on the field a lot. He was also targeted five times. I don't think he's uh, a start yet, but toward the end of the season, I could see him as being one of the guys. Yeah, I agree. I mean, but, but Jimmy Jimmy G, uh, he looked good against the them last week, so you never know. But it's, like we said, it's the Chicago Bears defense, so I don't know. I wouldn't I wouldn't start anybody if I didn't have to. Wow. Los Angeles, uh, the New Orleans Saints, are at the Los Angeles Rams. Of course, we're gonna start Drew Brees. I believe he'll have a good game. I don't know. Even though uh, Keith Tulip, yeah, well you know his name. Uh, <laughs> he's starting. Um, I still think Breeze is going to be efficient enough where you can still start him. Last year, without Talib, they gave up 299 yards with Talib, They gave up 209 yards a game. So that's just to tell you that it's a 99-yard difference between when uh, Talib is on the field. Jared Goff, I think, is the start this week. Uh, of course, he's going to start AK, Alvin Kamara. Latavius Murray, you starting him? Wow. Yeah. They are 53 point over under man. It's gonna be a lot of points scored. Um and like everybody thought, he slid right into that Ingram row, broke a long touchdown, looked pretty good. Um about uh, Drew Brees, are you willing to see that he's gonna finish higher than Keon Drake? Yet? It might it might be now definitely
0: awesome in that way. And then uh, with uh, last week, the way um. The Rams got ran on by CMC. I'm really, I'm really leaning more to starting Kamara and Murray and kind of like off on the breeze. Cause why pass if if your O line and, and running game can do what CMC did? CMC and Kamara are the same player, so they're gonna put them. They're gonna be putting the Rams in the similar situations with Kamara. So oh, uh, breeze kind of shaky.
1: Yeah man, I mean, I a mean, lot of from that, that playoff game too, so it could exactly. be a lot. Of- this is this is what a lot of people ain't talking about, bro. Like normally, I feel like Drew Brees, you got a temper expectation when he's on the road, he's not that good on the road. But man, they got cheated last year in the NFC Championship, bro. I think they're gonna have a bad taste in their mouth, bro. And I think that this is gonna be another upset. I think they're gonna come out here and kick their ass, bro. Yeah, I think, it might be, I think it might be nasty. You already um, know they're going to have them boys fired up, bro. You already know. they in Los Angeles, though. Huh? They are? They are, man. But I'm telling you, bro. I just got a weird feeling that he's going to come out here and smack them boys, bruh. I think Todd Gurley is a, a good play this week. I think yeah, he, he should about good, Todd I think so, too. Um, like we said earlier, high over under, man. is going to be a lot of points scored. And he was very efficient with his uh, touches last week. So if you start Ty Gurley, you start um, Malcolm too. That's the question. Then they so, split like the carries. When it like So 10? Dude, well, he got out snapped bad by Gurley. Gurley's still that guy. But in the goal line, bro. that was Malcolm That's- Brown got two goal line carries last week to Ty Gurley zero, bro. Just one game. So we got to see if that trend continues, bruh. But Gurley got like 30% of his points from touchdowns last year, bro. So if he's not getting those goal line touches, bro, his his ceiling is gonna be capped by a lot, bro. And so that, that raises Malcolm bad. Brown's uh, value to me, bro. That's the case. <laughs> I picked him up, so woo Yeah, bro. He's yeah. That's if he's if he get if he's the goal line back, bro. You know they're gonna be on the goal line a lot, bro, with that high powered offense, bro. So we need to see one more game to really see if they're gonna keep that trend, man. We'll see. Michael Thomas, of course, is a start. Uh, uh, you stand you starting tag again or Trey Conn Smith? Um,
0: nah. In a flex, if you got so you know that maybe tag again, but that's it really. I don't even know. I'm I'm off on Jared Cook.
1: Um, I think you start in Brandon Cook this uh, this game. He had two games against the Saints last year. He went six for one hundred and fourteen and one in the first meeting, seven for one hundred and seven with no touchdown in the second meeting. Uh, he had eight targets in each game, uh, so you know he's just going to get the ball. Marshawn Lattimore, uh, he looked a little shaky last week, giving up a lot of big plays. You yeah. think it was just this game rust or what? Could be that man. Um, but who he was matched up against? Hopkins, right? Oh, that's what you expect, though. He's the best. Exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. Man. But he got he got uh, Thomas this week, so it's gonna be the same. Oh no, no, never mind, never mind. I'm tripping. You got Brandon Cooks this week. Brandon Cooks, yeah, should should be uh, a little better matchup he, for him, but he's I'm still buddy, starting Cooks. Yeah, I'm still starting Cooks. Like I said, he already had two get big games against him. It's a revenge game too. Again, uh, that that pass interference was against him, uh, play that involved him, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Wow. Um. I'm starting all Rams receivers, by the way. Start, Yeah, I was just about to say that. I was about to go through a model. Definitely start all Rams receivers. Jared Cook, uh, he looked okay last week. Uh, he finished with two catches and 37 yards when Drew Brees threw for 370. So he didn't really look that good now that I think about it. So I think he's definitely a sit. Um, Tyler Higby sit. Anything else out of that game you want to talk about? No. Nope. Sunday night football, the Philadelphia Eagles at the Atlanta Falcons, a total over-under by 51. Philadelphia is favorited by two right now currently. Damn, come on, Falcons. Uh, of course, you're going to start Carson Wentz. I'm starting Carson Wentz. Matt Ryan um, has a favorable matchup against a weak Philadelphia secondary, so of course you're going to start Matt Ryan and all wide receivers for the Atlanta Falcons. Um I will even start Austin Hooper. Also, um, the question is: Miles Sanders, Jordan Howard, or Darren Sproles? That was another one of those running back by committee situations last week. That was just nasty. Sanders uh, outsnapped everybody though with thirty-six. Uh, Sproles twenty-two, and Howard only had seventeen. Miles Sanders is projected to have a good game. Uh, of course, Dalvin Cook torched the Falcons last week, so are you expecting Miles Sanders to have a big game this week? Also, yeah, man, they Falcons. Uh, run defense looked real bad last week, and if you remember, Sanders had a 27-yard touchdown call back. So if he and it was a weak call where he got called back, bro. So if that doesn't happen, bro, he's ha- has a great game, and I don't even think people are really worried about this committee. But I do think he's a um, he's a good play this week. Definitely think he's a good play because that not only do they suck against the run, they suck against um, defending pass catcher running back. So love Sanders this week. Uh, I think opposite, uh, it hurts to say this, but Devonta Freeman is a sit for me this week. He's We're going up against the Philadelphia Eagles. It's a nasty defensive front. Uh, Devonta Freeman looked bad against a uh, defensive front last week that was nasty, and we are missing a starting right guard, uh, Chris Lindstrom. He's out with a broken foot. So it's just uh, we're playing with a backup right guard, so it's just not looking like a favorable matchup. So if you can sit Devonta Freeman, I will sit him this week. But I would expect to also go buy low next week because a lot of people are going to see Devonta Freeman put up probably possibly what could possibly be two bad games in a row. So if you could go buy him next week because his season is expected to get a little bit easier after this. He just had two bad matchups this week. So that's something else to look into when you're like, looking at like targets to trade at, people who had two bad weeks in a row, you know what I'm saying, people who are supposed to be big names, instead of going after like studs, you know? Yeah, man. Yeah. Um... But Devontae Freeman, man, I hope they don't. I hope that he gets more work this year, this uh, week, man. Because last week they gave Edo Smith a little too much work than I'm cool with, bro. But Edo looked better
0: with his touches. That's just <laughs> oh the oh my god, <laughs> that is the scary thing
1: right now. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. This is Devontae Freeman's first NFL action, like real live action. I'm not, I'm not scared. I'm not pushing the panic button on him yet. Like I said, I, he's in another non-favorable matchup. So you know, if you have to play him, just expect low art rb2 numbers from them if you don't have to play them don't play them and play somebody else like i'm playing matt burrito would you play matt burrito or devonta freeman devonta freeman whoa for real I'm going yeah you're going against me right oh <laughs> 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 uh, but um yeah so i'm sitting devonta freeman uh, i'm starting alshon jeffries against uh Desmond Font, because, you know, I just don't believe in Desmond Trufant. I'm a Falcon fan. I'm also starting D-Jack against Isaiah Oliver. He has not proven to be anything that can slow anything down. Even though Kirk Cousins only threw 10 times last week, I've seen a lot, lot of Isaiah Oliver to know that he won't be able to stop Deshaun Jackson. Um Julio Jones, of course, like I said, you starting all wide receivers for the Falcons. Zach Ertz is starting. Austin Cooper, you're starting on to Monday night football. Are you ready for some football? Monday the last game Monday. of the week. Cleveland Brown at the New York Jets. Baker Mayfield should look to have a bounce back game. It might be a little hard for him to bounce back though, because like I said before, that Jets defense is a rough defense, so it's not a walk in the park like it is once before. But I think if you drafted him, you have to start him so you don't have any choice. But just expect low-end QB1 points if you uh, for me. You feel the same way?
0: Agreed. Yeah, that D-line is going to be a problem for them. They just got saved by Mono.
1: But yeah. <laughs> yeah, Mono definitely saved them. Uh, Sam Donald is out with it. Nick Chubb, I, I mean, he had an okay game with 74 yards and 16 carries last week, like I said before. Dontrell Hilliard uh, sniped him with that uh, goal line carry. Uh, Frank Gore and Devin Singletary combined for 90 yards and 15 carries against the um, the Bill the Jets last week. Mm-hmm. So I don't. I mean, I'm stark. You, yeah, you can have to start Nick Chubb if you draft him. I just think it's going to be another one of those matchups. What do you have against Nick Chubb? I don't have anything. I just think, like I said, like Devonta Freeman had two bad matchups in a row. I think this is another bad matchup for Nick Chubb. I mean, I, I'm cool with Chubb. Um, I'm cool with Chubb because I feel like you drafted him. You have to start him, and then you have to start Le'Veon Bell, too. I just um, don't know if both of them have good games against these uh, stout defenses. Of course, one defense uh, didn't really show up in the second half. They got put in a lot of bad predicaments. That's the Cleveland Browns. But in the first half of that game, they look good. We got it, Dave. Um, and, you so, know, Bell was out there for every single snap. Remember, it was some reports that came out that said that uh, Tom Montgomery might be used a lot more mm-hmm. in the early season, bro. And that was just a flat out lie. Yeah, because every snap, bro. And he looked pretty good, bro. He looked like the same old Bell, bro. I went back and watched that game. I was like, whoa. Okay. Yeah. yeah he looked good. I, I look- mean, to me say he just going to get a, 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 a tough matchup, but you have to start him, of course, with Trevor Simeon playing. But they could key in on Bell and they could slow him down, so that's just something to be aware of. Of course, you're starting Odell. You're starting uh, Javaris Landry? Uh, Yeah, I like uh, Landry this week. Um, should rack up catches against uh, Brian Poole. Um, Beasley got nine targets last week, caught five of them. Looked pretty good against them last week, so Jarvis Landry's definitely an upgrade over him. Now, Robbie Anderson is a sit for me this week with Trevor Simeon throwing the ball. Out receivers, and he's going against Denzel Ward. So, well, I don't know because I think Jameson Crowder might be a good start this week. Yeah, I mean he's gonna he's gonna be that security blanket for Simeon man. Um, so I, I like Crowder. Can't really expect that many targets again this week, but he should be safe, especially in PPR. Yeah, if targets is probably not gonna happen, but if you if you if you're looking for a flex play, I wouldn't be mad if you started Jameson Crowder. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm starting yeah, up in a full PPR league. We're in. Yeah, they're definitely in the full PPR league. Um, David Njoku, uh, you starting him? Nope, man, he got another tough matchup with Jamal no. Adams. He bailed oh, out a lot of owners last week with a touchdown, man, but um, that's what he is again this week is a touchdown, a best option for me. But uh, the Jets had the number one team in the league last year against defending tight ends, and like you said, that comes with Jamal Adams being the one that's going to be covering the tight ends nine times out of ten. So he's definitely a sit for me if you can. I would definitely stream the position if you have David Njoku. Um, that brings us to the end of the game review. So now let's go ahead, fellas. Let's give him a start and sit of the week. Carlos, who is your start of the week? So I, so my start of the week is uh, my guy, none other than um, Downtown John Brown. Man, um, he has one of the best matchups this week against Janoris Jenkins. Uh, like we said earlier, he got torched by Cooper last week, and uh, John Brown seems to be uh, Josh Allen's favorite target. Got was it ten targets last week? Yep. So, favorite target going up against a great matchup, man. I'm um, starting a week for John Brown, man. Solid wide receiver two this week.
0: I like it. Uh, I'm so, d- who are you going with this week? I'm going to double down with uh, Dan Waller again. Last week he played 100% of the snap. He caught seven of his eight targets for 70 yards. You can see the chemistry with him. With him and uh, Carr is real well. And playing uh, – Kansas, Kansas City is going to be a shootout. He's going. He should get a lot more targets than they
1: Mine is also a tight end. My thought of the week is Evan Ingram. Of course, with Shepard being out and Golden Tate still being out. Shepard, I mean, not Shepard, but Evan Ingram is really just the only target. Uh, last week, he had 14 targets uh, for 11 receptions, 116 yards, and a touchdown. A monster game. I think with nobody else to catch the ball, he's going to be targeted again. And I just think he's going to eat. He might get 30 targets this week. So, just start Evan Ingram everywhere you can. Sit of the week. Javar, who you got for your sit of the week? I'm going to
0: go with Mate Freeman. You already spoke on it. Uh, we lost the uh, first-round pick rookie guard. And uh, the matchup not looking well.
1: Carlos, who you going with? So, for my sit of the week, um, my guy, Robert Anderson, man, great receiver. But this is second week in a row. He done drew a tough matchup. So, not only is he um, – Going to be playing without Darno, um, but he draws a tough matchup with Denzel Ward. Um, my sit of the week is Kyler Murray. He's in a tough matchup. Like I said, last week he was pressured 11 times. He got sacked five of them. He had a lot of balls, also batted down at the line last week. That was a lot of things that I noticed. That's i need to see four quarters of Kyler Murray play at a NFL quarterback level.
0: Me too, because I got a lot of Kirk stock, and it's not looking good.
1: Well, that brings us to the end of the episode, fellas. I think we had another great episode. I hope you all take the knowledge that we gave y'all today. Uh, make adjustments to your lineup if you need questions. Or if you got questions, make sure you hit us on Twitter at Fantasy In Session. Um, good luck week two. Go out, set your lineup, destroy. Tell all your friends about Fantasy In Session. And uh, we'll see y'all guys next time. Peace. 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 Peace.